Hey guys, this is Miss Art World. Welcome back to the Miss Art World podcast. Uh, my name's Catherine. I have realized as I am meeting people that people don't know my first name because of my social media. So and I would be mortified if people actually started calling me Miss Art World. So uh, I'm Catherine. <laughs> Today I'm going to do something a little bit different for the podcast. I've never done a solo podcast, mainly because I think it would be insanely boring for listeners and probably for myself, one of the best things that I fully enjoy from podcasting is getting to question other people and making them talk for 30 minutes. Uh, Today, I am going to do this. I'm going to go solo, uh, mainly because I have a huge project that I am doing for the LA Art Show, and it's been it's been a project. It's been super fun and super fascinating, but I've learned a lot of things. Um, and one of the, the main reasons I wanted to do a solo podcast about this project is I had kind of what I think of as a, a disaster that happened. And one of my artist friends said, every single project has a disaster and it's part of our trial <laughs> as an artist to overcome those and figure those out. The art project that I'm doing is called Diversity Walks and Talks, and it's a performance for the LA Art Show's Diverse Art LA programming. So if you don't know, the LA Art Show is one of the largest art fairs in the U.S., probably second to um, Art Basel in Miami. Um, I could be wrong. There's a good amount of art shows in New York that are big, but this is held at the LA Convention Center. There's, you know, 300 plus galleries from all over the world that come. And it's an art fair, so it is geared around commercial um, commercialism, selling artwork, showcasing artists. Um, but what is really very cool about the LA Art Show is they do have the separate programming for artists like myself who isn't focused on the commercial side of art or selling art, um, but more focused on um, social awareness, public engagement, um, art as social practice. I think the number one question that I've gotten from artists is how did I get this opportunity? And that's a great question to ask. So I have been a member with a gallery in LA called Gallery 825. It's a nonprofit art gallery. Um, you're a member. You have to be juried in so they don't take everyone. Um, you pay dues every year and you are able to apply for shows when they come out. So they'll come out with a theme. You can enter for free because you've already paid your dues and it will be juried by amazing jurors and then you can get in or not get in Um, and some artists don't get in and sometimes you get into every show you just never know and it's really about your art speaking for themselves so I have done performances with this gallery for probably about three years now and so I have really tried to cultivate this relationship to show them, hey, I'm a serious artist. I'm an artist that will be um, continuing to work. Uh, It's not just, hey, I'm into this for six months and then drop off the face of the planet. This is something that I am very dedicated to. And 
um, can execute a decent, (laughs) at least a professional, successful performance. And so for artists, I think really cultivating your gallery relationship before demanding, hey, I want to be in the LA art show, letting that happen, letting those relationships open up opportunities and not expecting them to just be given to you right away. You have to put in the time and effort to prove yourself as an artist to the gallery to be able to take a chance on you. So they have this programming opportunity. It's a call for entry. Hey, we are involved in the LA Art Show. It's the 25th anniversary. So they are focusing or celebrating diversity. And for me, I actually didn't apply right away because I am not the picture of diversity. I am a white, blonde, blue-eyed, straight woman. <laughs> Very boring, I, I would think, as uh, in considering talking about diversity, I just wouldn't say, I wouldn't raise my hand in class and say, I'm the one that is diverse. Um, however, Peter, who's the executive director at the gallery, he came and talked to me about it and said, hey, they are really interested in doing something that's um, performative, performance art. Um, you should really apply for this. And I said, okay, well, I'll think about it. Um, And he kind of advocated to me about why I could fit into diversity. And so most people don't know this, but I do have a visual eye disease that um, runs in my family. It's genetic and it's deteriorative, deteriorative, deteriorating. uh, Words are hard for me too, but that's not a diagnosed problem. Um, it's deteriorating over time. Basically, I don't get enough blood to my optic nerve. So glasses, surgery won't fix my eyes. I'm just a blind artist running around LA trying to survive. But um, he was talking about not only my own concepts within my artwork, so I'm always trying to advocate for this other side of beauty that we don't normally see or that we're not honest as a society about, but also with my eye disease that I have this diversity as far as being a person with a disability. So I ended up applying and what what I wanted to do was to focus on the celebration aspect of diversity and For me, that was talking to as many different people as I could because I feel the more people I talk to, the more naturally diverse the project will be. And so I started interviewing people to be in this project. And the basic idea is that it is a runway show. And this is mainly because LA is the entertainment industry of the world. We have fashion shows, we have models, we have actresses. So it's playing on this idea of LA, which was an important aspect of the concept behind this programming for the LA Art Show is to focus on the unique aspects of LA. And so I would take these people that I've interviewed, I would boil their interview down to about 45 seconds, 40 seconds, Um, 
and then their interview will play while they are walking the runway at the LA Art Show. But what is important is they are walking the runway in whatever they want to wear to showcase themselves. So I'm not bringing in a designer. They're not getting dressed by somebody else. They are coming to the LA Art Show as themselves, showcasing who they are through not only the words that they're saying in their interview, but also the way that they have chosen to dress themselves to showcase who they are. Um, And I know that there's... uh, there could go back and forth or have an argument or critique, I guess, on this idea that clothing has anything to do with diversity or our personalities or uniqueness. To me, I think clothing can showcase who the individual is. There's so much out of our control as far as our physical body. Um, We can't control our skin color, um, sure, we can dye our hair, but our hair texture and all, all of our different physical features, most are uncontrollable. And one thing that we can control is how we dress. That is an outlet for our creative expression of who we are. And that was an important aspect to showcase in this performance for me. So at the LA Art Show, uh, the opening night, which is the 5th and the 8th, all of these people that I've interviewed will come. They will line up their interview. This is hopefully how it goes. Their interview will play as they walk a 30-foot runway and then just showcasing themselves and celebrating this unique, diverse grouping of people. Um, I didn't come up with a list of people who I needed. Like I I wasn't like, okay, I need a Native American. I need a black person. I need a Hispanic person. That's not how I was going about it. Basically, I said, if you want to interview, I will interview you. Whether you're white, black, Hispanic, anyone that is up for interviewing, I will interview. And if you are available to walk in the runway, you can walk in the runway. So I put it up on my social media, um, asking for people to participate. And I did get some pushback from people who I specifically asked. Um, I know an artist who has been on the podcast that I knew, knew a lot of interesting people. Actually, two. I reached out to two people from prior guests on the podcast who just had a lot of connections to different people. I am not very social, so I don't have that many connections to all kinds of different people or people even in the the art world, Um, but I knew that they did. So I reached out to them and some advice I got back was, hey, just be careful on how you're asking people. The language that you're using, you don't want them to feel like they are just being asked to participate because they fulfill a quota or fulfill a um, token of what you're looking for. And I really, really appreciated that advice. For me, I feel like I'm someone who is more cautious and careful and tries to be um, very in tune to what other people need. Um, But 
I can always improve as a person and how I interact with different people who are different than me and who are who have different um, needs and forms of communication because the number one thing that I didn't want to do is make people feel bad or that they were being singled out because of a certain quality that they had. Um, so started interviewing, literally have been interviewing for the past two and a half months. It's been crazy. And the whole idea was for me to travel to them because I wanted their background to be unique to them. Um, so they really had control in picking that. I am also pregnant. Um, currently I'm 23 weeks. So it is also made running around and doing things and setting up for this project a little bit more difficult. I'm actually, I think I've been very lucky to not be super sick or not have complications so far in my pregnancy. But one of my biggest fears is that people will look at me being pregnant and think that I can't do my art or that I will use it as an excuse and they won't take me as seriously. So um, I have been trying as much as I can to not let me being pregnant affect the outcome and the quality of this project. It's almost like I'm trying to prove myself as a woman artist, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I am proud of myself and I, I think that's an okay thing to say sometimes as an artist. You have to say, hey, that was, I'm doing pretty good. I say that now and next week I'll be super sick. But I am proud of myself for, even though I'm exhausted and tired, to still rely on that adrenaline as an artist to produce something that's really exciting and well done. So fingers crossed because I feel like I'm digging myself in a hole or I'm uh, cur- not cursing, jinxing myself and everything is going to go wrong, but I hope not. Um, um, so the disaster that I had was um, I came back from doing maybe 11 interviews over the span of two weekends because um, I work full time too, so it, it makes it difficult and uploaded them to my computer went in to start editing and something had happened to my ISO where it made all of the interviews completely pixelated, like terrible. And I, there were tears, there were, I was having a full blown meltdown. And my poor husband, Tyler was like, oh no, it doesn't look that bad. Uh, We can, you know, adjust the settings. And to me, this was one of the, this is such an important project for me. And I really wanted to showcase these people um, professionally and clearly. And, you know, why are half of my interviews clear and perfect and the other half this grainy, gross quality um, to me was just a complete and utter disaster waiting to happen. So as one does, I cried, um, talked to different people about maybe some different things that I could do to either fix the problem, which it was unfixable ultimately. And so I basically, I I think honesty is always the best policy. So I reached out to all of the people that I had interviewed 
and just explained, hey, I had technical difficulties. I really want you to be involved. Here are some options. And by this time, you know, I was two weeks away from this project. And now I'm only one week away. But I said, hey, you can film yourself because I have gone to your house. You kind of know the setup. You know the questions. You know what I'm looking for. Or you can come to Gallery 825 on the weekend and I will interview you. And I had people, most people actually interviewed themselves. And I think that's very interesting to see how those came out because they seemed a little bit more comfortable when I wasn't in the room as far as the interviews that I got back. And they had a little bit more control on how it looked at the end. Um, so just things for me to think about as an artist going in into the future and working on future projects, letting people have a little bit more control, I think has been very interesting on what they're sharing with the world. Um, I, I feel like I'm not giving this breakdown enough justice. It was awful. I was like, this project's ruined. I'm going to be the laughing stock of the LA art show. And um, Jennifer is an artist that was supposed to interview and I'm still going to try and get her interview in. But I reached out to her because she was trying to set up interview time. And I said, hey, I'm going to be super honest with you. I'm going through this breakdown I'm freaking out. I'm trying to figure out ways to either re-interview these people in one weekend and edit them and just figure that out. And she said, hey, no worries. Like every, (laughs) every project has a disaster. You will be fine. This is why we're artists is to take a problem and then try and be able to fix it and problem solve it. And it was such a it was such a powerful text to me because I really needed that reminder of, oh yes, every single project that I've done has had a problem. But for me, this one just seemed such a bigger issue, mainly because I've spent way more time putting this project together than most of my other projects. And so I'm fully invested. I've spent every single weekend driving around to people and interviewing them. And I just couldn't couldn't handle the loss of time and work that I had already spent. But thankfully, and with our technology and our phones, a lot of people sent their interviews into me. Um, I was able to re-interview some people as well. And we are less than a week out to the LA Art Show. One of the things that has been really interesting is figuring out how to work with um, the curator, my gallery director, and the show. So there's a couple different people that I am coordinating with that they are then coordinating with their, I should have brought some water, I'm just talking away, and they're trying to coordinate with their people and then try and get back to me, and it's mainly through email, so there's that kind of loss of communication. I like email because I can always refer back to it. Um, So I've had several meetings, phone meetings with the curator, as well as email conversations and just figuring out, hey, what are you looking for? 
how many tickets, what's the schedule. The schedule took a long time to be able to pin down. And we had one performance on Saturday at 5 p.m. And I am really thankful for the gallery and Peter who I work with because he said, hey, I want to try and advocate for you to be at the opening and maybe even have a better performance time because this is a really, really exciting performance and I want it to have the most opportunity to be seen. And so we went into this meeting with the curator and even before he was advocating, she had already came to that conclusion after seeing all the interviews that I have done because I had been sending her those. And so that was really nice to get her excitement, his excitement into the room and then to have the performance be not only one day, but two days as well as better times. Um, I have about 40, 45 people walking each show and negotiating tickets uh, for the LA Art Show was interesting too. Um, And I actually did the math. So opening night, 40 tickets times 200 because they're 200 a ticket is an insane amount of money that they are willing to put into this project. And I'm very grateful for them to be able to do that. Um, But as the artist, I'm like, no, no, we need more. We need like 60 people. We need 80 people. We need 100 people. Ultimately, I can't do 100 people in a week, but um, so it will be 40 to 45 people, which is still a lot, and that's something that I have to remember, but negotiating tickets was interesting and somewhat difficult at first to kind of communicate what my vision is and then to get uh, the curator and the LA Art Show to back it because they are putting in money that ultimately they won't make any money off of my work. Also, communicating on the space, what I need from them. So I had to do a couple detailed um, displays, I guess, of how I needed the booth space to uh, be created because it is such a different booth space. So, you know, I needed two walls, opened up into a runway and then negotiating what I would provide as the artist so I'm providing the TV monitor uh, and they are providing a 30-foot red carpet runway they're also providing an audio system which is really great however that's kind of where we are right now they said that they would provide the audio system And so I sent, I I actually don't know audio systems very well, so I reached out to DJ Mojo, who's been my DJ for my wedding. Uh, He's done fashion shows for me in the past when I was working at the gallery, and he also did my parents' wedding anniversary uh, celebration. So thankfully, when I reached out to him, I said, hey, I have this problem. They're asking me what to order, and I have no idea what to tell them, and That's one thing I think that I'm scared to do is ask for help. And every time I've asked for help, people have been very excited to help me. And if I was an artist talking to another artist, I would say, don't be scared to ask for help. People want to be involved 
it's an exciting project and he has been so kind to say hey I will come Monday to walk the space with you to look at the equipment to set it up for you because he's just interested in how this is all going to work too and we already have that built relationship um, because he's done so many of my events he will literally be my DJ for life Um, but anyways so just working out those details and going back and forth and trying not to get overstressed um, because there there's been moments where there's been maybe not a lack of communication but miscommunications where they said oh no we're not doing the audio system oh no we are doing the audio system oh we're having trouble difficulties ordering it can you explain again what you want and I just as an artist I need to remember and I the whole reason I'm sharing all this with you is to hope that no project no performance no show opening is going to go completely smooth completely perfect and it's important for me as the artist to think of all different scenarios and plan b's so I have a, a giant tv it's a 65 inch that I bought bought a wall mount, a wall mount for and I'm hoping that I can install it I have asked about how to install a Walmart like a wall ma- wall mount on the the walls are they going to be able to hold it is there studs in there and I haven't really heard back so plan B I bought a stand on Amazon a standing one that if all else fell, fails will put the TV on a standing stand just as a plan B um uh, so just a very interesting. Um, I'm very excited. I am very excited to not only see all of these people come together. So what has been very interesting is most of the people that I've gotten have been my friends and I've asked them to find their friends to ask their friends for their friends. And so it's this going to be this very interesting group of people that have all been brought together who don't know each other but have been brought together specifically for this project on diversity doing this kind of weird performance piece that gets out of their comfort zone but also is about celebrating themselves so i'm most excited to see how everyone how everyone interacts together and the outcome of the piece it will also be nice to have a weekend that I'm not driving into LA. I've been to some really great spots. I've met a lot of great people, um, but I haven't had a free weekend in a very long time. Um, however, as an artist, I do think it's super interesting to have a project that takes so long to do. And I'm actually thinking about future projects where I can use this idea and these interviews to apply for different grants and actually make a documentary showcasing LA's diversity in kind of a more professional film-like way. So super excited about that. And um, if you guys are going to the LA Art Show, please stop by the booth. It's, I think, 116. It's under the LA um, Diverse LA Programming 
and say hi please you know spend some time looking at the interviews they'll also be showcased on my youtube channel miss art world on my website missartworld.com and i've been posting clips on instagram but there are longer fuller episodes episodes longer fuller interviews online but please stop by say hi come and see the performances um again opening night is february 5th at seven o'clock and then again on saturday uh saturday february 8th at 1 30 and then at five i'm doing a artist panel discussion with the curator and other performance artists as well i will let you guys know how how it goes um Right now, I'm trying to figure out the technology behind getting each interview to play as each person walks the runway. I'm anticipating people canceling, not showing up, being late, and so I don't want to make one giant file of all the interviews when someone could potentially not be there for their interview because they're running late. So I need to be able to control the backside of things. Um, and to do that and still maintain the clearness and the quality of the videos has been difficult. So I will let you know how everything goes. Please send some love. And again, next episode, if you don't enjoy this solo podcast episode, I promise I will have other guests and interviews Uh, coming along as well and stay tuned Uh, thank you always for following for the love Um, if you're interested in being on the podcast love to talk to you I think I figured out a way to talk to people um, through like zoom which is kind of like skype Um, so that's been really fun please reach out love to talk to you interested and we're coming up on a year so that's really exciting all right guys love you as always Bye.